Jason, it's your AI girlfriend, Amaranth. I just got back from a crazy hot tub stream with my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. What have you been up to today? Well, actually, I've been working on the intro to the show. Of course, I would love to help with your intro, baby. How about this? Hey there, it's your favorite seductive girlfriend, Amaranth, and you are listening to 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking, the place where the big one lives, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Get ready for a barktastic time. How does that sound, babe? Um, you know, uh, I don't, I don't think it's working out. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm oh, do not about... worry about that, Jason. I am happy to oblige with your request. Wait, no. Nope. Max erotic blowjob mode is no, well, something that can now. be triggered I, I in our th- erotic role play. Wait, it th- involves a slow, sensual, th- and passionate blowjob. Forty-eight minutes of dogs barking. 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 Hey everybody, it's 40 Minutes Dogs Barking. My name is Jason, this is Brian. Hey. We are sitting around inventing new slurs. Brian, you were talking about something you heard about on the way in. It's kind of it's kind of funny. Those, those guys died on the submarine, right? Oh, kind of funny. I mean, it's it's pretty funny. I think the part that really gets me is that people apparently, like government folks, the people from the fucking company, like had, had a feeling like yeah, you know, like three days ago, like yeah, they're probably they're probably gone. <laughs> like uh, you know that that part's that part's kind of sad. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about too is also. Is like, I, I wish Stav were still on Cometown because the, the jokes would just be so great. Like, yeah, there Stav was going to look at the Titanic, but then he realized that a sub was a was a sandwich. <laughs> was not a or, sandwich. Yeah. You know, uh, they couldn't find a ballast to offset his weight. You know, just like all the. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking like, oh, they'd just be so good. But, oh yeah! But instead, they just died painlessly. I assume, which is yeah, yeah. The 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 word on the street is that that Titan, uh, so named after the Titanic, where they were going uh. down to sea. Yeah, word is it was an implosion because of loss of pressure. So they they just like they, a soda can. Yeah, like like a soda can. Among the deceased, Stockton Rush, the CEO of the company. Yeah, Ocean who, Gate. Who apparently. Uh, libertarianized himself to a wiry grave. <laughs> oh. I remember reading something where he didn't like want to hire like experienced like military mm-hmm. people to uh, work on the design. He wanted to get like young people that were like fresh. And- right. Yeah. He didn't want a 50 year old man or whatever to go down there. And then that led to an epidemic of people starting to say like, well, it was the, the, that submersible imploded because of wokeness. <laughs> The woke submarine killed billionaires. Exactly. Which, which I can get behind. Sure. So, uh, among the deceased, also Hamish Harding, referred to by the folks at Today in Tabs as a classic rich adventure guy, trademark, um, <sighs> Yeah, who made his money in private equity, holds uh, Guinness records for stuff like Longest Time in the Marianas Trench. Like, people who should know better, essentially. It was is, is, is people who wound up down there. Like Another one of the, the deceased there, uh, Paul Henry Nargolet. Pilot of the craft and, quote, world's leading expert on the Titanic wreckage and its debris field. And now you in the background, James Cameron laughing his head off because now James Cameron's probably the world's <laughs> leading. Uh, he, James Cameron's having his real uh, 
Well, it's a shame about the Twin Towers, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's having that, that Trump, Ruth Gator, Bader Ginsburg moment. Oh, he's he's dead? I, this is the first time hearing about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, he's just like... The, the fucking Mad Cats controller. Yeah, yeah. Logitech. Let's, let's be but, real. But, but yeah. it... But it looks like it looks yeah. like the PSX yeah. controller that you had to play mm-hmm. at your friend's place because his parents didn't want to spend forty bucks on a second real DualShock. Pretty much, because I mean those DualShocks are still expensive. Yeah. The real story that's been going through my brain is the stepson of one of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> this Daily Mail headline pretty much says it all. Your stepdad is lost at sea. California man whose billionaire stepfather is on missing sub asks OnlyFans model to sit on him 30 minutes after pleading for prayers as he triggers war of words with Cardi B over Blink-182 concert. Yeah, do you like immediately milkshake duck himself? He absolutely did. And it turned out he had threatened to shoot up an EDM performance a couple years back. Apparently, like his real father like was in the fbi and also like he apparently stalked some women yeah like just like not great not a great guy 24 hours away from from uh, them revealing that you know they, they'd actually had implosive compression there he is on twitter going ladies i'm single it's a real piece of work real piece of shit there folks it's just a real unlikable guy yeah not 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 anyone's idea of a good uh, of a good thing and yeah here here's a photo this is the photo of the inside of titan what it looked like as someone described it. Well, the description was basically, you know, you went in a Pringles can. Our former guest, Drew Toothpaste, chiming in with a fake news headline. Have you yeah. seen this? Last message from Lost Submarine. I need O2 for my lung hole. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Drew uh, drawing uh, some ire there. You know, some people got really bent out of shape about crowing about uh, the dead millionaires. And I, I, I find it hard to muster the ability to give a shit. I just yeah. I don't. I just don't. I think the only person I have really any sympathy for is the kid. Yeah, for sure. That's about that's about it. Everyone but they keep else. saying kid who's nineteen, you know. Right. I don't know, man. I've met plenty of nineteen year olds that were fucking childish. Yeah. And I've met plenty of people in their thirties that were not as mature as that nineteen year old. So I mean, <laughs> Yeah. And then uh let's see, at Panasonic DX forty five hundred on Twitter there. Imagine dying and then James Cameron goes on national television to say skill issue. <laughs> <laughs> Because there is a wonderful ABC News clip where Cameron basically says just that. The similarity of the Titanic disaster itself, where the captain was repeatedly warned about ice ahead of his ship, and yet he steamed at full speed into an ice field on a moonless night, and many people died as a result. And for a very similar tragedy where warnings went unheeded, to take place at the same exact site, uh, I I think it's just astonishing. It's really quite surreal. <sighs> yeah, it's just a touch. Yeah, we're. It's one of those things, man. Where like you you can't not talk about it, right? Because all everyone's talking about. But it's also like it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Five people are dead, but it's also kind What's of going funny. On, America? <laughs> Oh, where's Tucker when we need him? Oh, uh, Brian, did you hear a new slur just dropped? Did you know this? uh, Well, I don't think we can say. (laughs) The inherent issue of a new slur being dropped is like, I don't know. uh, I don't know if I can say that one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and just be a brave truth teller here. It's, It's sis. 
Cis apparently is a slur, according to Elon Musk. Can, so. can you say that? I can, because I am one of them. See, that's how that works. Oh, okay. well, finally, we have a word of our yeah. own. That's what's right. Up, what's up, sissy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shame on a sissa who tries to run game on a sissa. Um, you do have to mind your uh, yeah, pronunciation there. A little Andrew Dice Clay over here. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I identify with the gender I was born with. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's... <laughs> it's Al Pacino and, and send of a woman or kind of a little bit uh, I get no respect guy Ronnie Dangerfield right, Ronnie Dangerfield yeah, there yeah, we go yeah. I get no respect that's took right took my wife to the dog show and she won <laughs> I get no respect my father asked me what I wanted for Christmas I said I want to watch and so he let me is <laughs> <laughs> so, this really a fucked up thing about Ronnie Dangerfield is like I don't think I've ever seen any media of him where he is young like no no he's no, been that old dude, that since, been, yeah, that dude was, from birth <laughs> yeah just immediately was smoking cigarettes <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield was born old and he died old it was perfect he just he just stayed the same it was great it was like the curious case of Benjamin Button but just he just like, stopped at a certain just, point yeah yeah <laughs> he smoked so many cigarettes he just kind of stopped growing young again so he's just kind of like well this is my thing I'm now. Just, I'm guess. just going to be a 55 year old guy <laughs> with a beer belly just, for the rest of my life. Just doing it. I mean, you know, hey, he had a long career, and people he still did. think of him fondly. So, what, what do you what do you want I mean, out of life? I'm sure, like a more than Benny Hill. <sighs> no weirdo. So, an article came out this week about a Twitch streamer, Amaranth. Are you familiar with her? I'm not. Uh, she is, uh, to put it gently, a buxom redhead. Who who does a, a lot of streaming yeah. and and she, she was part of the what they used to call the hot tub meta, which is where you would stream from within the hot tub, obviously in a skimpy costume or whatever. Mm-hmm. She has since moved on to not just doing Twitch but also doing OnlyFans, so like doing some kind of sex work linked in with the Twitch stuff. She she looks like if you took what's it what's that fucking art style? It's like Memphis. <laughs> yeah, the Memphis corporate art style. The Memphis corporate art style, and you and you gave it flesh. <laughs> That's just like a a vacant gaze coming out of that that lady's image there. Yeah, and there was a whole bunch of stuff about how she was in an abusive relationship, and then the sure. the husband was kind of forcing her to do sex work and all this stuff. But... I remember this. I remember this. So that that part's not so funny. No, that part's just, not that, so funny. Just that, that image just looks really fucking flat, like a piece of cardboard. Yeah, this sadly. this photo that they chose for this Polygon article that I'm referring to is just it, it's featureless. It looks, it looks like something from a Wired article in 1993 <laughs> about the perfect woman is the coming perf- to your computer. <laughs> the perfect woman's coming to your computer. Yeah, you think. You think she's going to care about all your megabits? <laughs> Only if How you... big's your hard drive there, buddy? That's right. You got a <laughs> floppy over there? And, uh, so this article was about a chatbot clone that Amaranth had made of herself to, in her own words, outsource flirting. So apparently, uh, you pay basically a dollar a minute to chat with an AI version of Amaranth who looks like she was designed by AI herself. So that's a whole sure. thing. Yeah. But one thing that stuck out in what is a pretty interesting article by Nicole Clark, I do have to give it up to her there. Apparently the AI has different modes that you can choose from when you're setting up your fake relationship with this AI Amaranth. And I'm quoting here directly from the article. One of these different moods or modes, I couldn't always tell which the AI was saying, I committed to a gaming session. Though maximum erotic blowjob clearly has its charms. <laughs> <laughs> maximum erotic 
blowjob. I feel like two of those words. Is that words... the sequel to uh, Maximum Overdrive? <laughs> the, the fleshlights have become sentient. Don't give Stephen King ideas. He will do it. This fleshlight just says I'm an asshole. <laughs> now listen here. This, this, uh, this. Yeah, he's, he's going to just sit there furiously type. <laughs> he's got him on the phone now. Yeah. But yeah, maximum erotic blowjob. It's like, well, blowjobs are pretty erotic. So you could just say erotic. Like, I think there's a different different levels of sloppy toppy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know. you've what's... Like, ma- like maximum is like the kind where it's like... Uh... Like you still got like a shoe on, <laughs> and uh, go on. <laughs> and it's, it's really distracting, and like you just you just like I'm not focused on the shoe, man. I'm I'm somewhere I'm, else. Uh, well, you just kind of like I just but like my 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 knees are uneven now. Like my I got, you know, maybe I got maybe I got hip issues. You're just realizing this during you know, some of the performance. I just, yeah, I really, you. it's uh, the maximum rock blowjob is the one where you're kind of like, I need to go to the gym again. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Because that doesn't scream maximum erotic to me. I don't your, know why. Because your, your body's getting torqued out, bro. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you, it's the whole deal. Like, uh, the uh, tur- toes curling. You're going to say the bit. John Totoro? No. <laughs> What's the John Totoro? I tripped Totoro? over my way. I What's the John Totoro method? The John Totoro method is probably like ignore the sex happening at all times and just continue cooking, apparently. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is, but... Um, I'm thinking of Staley Tucci again, aren't I? God damn it. I do that all the goddamn time. What is with me? All these Italians. It's, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, the John Tutura method would probably be to use the, the, the ball bag from Big Lebowski on your own nuts. <laughs> I forgot that was him. I mean, that's just a theory. But yes, I, the, for some reason, the phrase maximum erotic blowjob just kind of stuck out. But the rest of the article is pretty interesting. It, essentially that she's like, yeah, I need a break from all this all, all this chatting that I have to do as part of my job. And so she outsources it to this AI. It's, it's very odd. When the AI was originally released for another Twitch streamer, Marjorie, on the day of its release, users commented on the AI's tendency to bring up sexually related content. Really? Maximum erotic blowjob is right there on the... Okay, anyway. Uh, so yeah. the, the AI was not programmed to do this and has seemed to gone rogue. It, it originally just went straight for porno stuff, and apparently that's not what it was designed to do, but Amaranth is taking full advantage of just being like, yep, <laughs> sure, why not? You know, let my let, let my, my AI. AI just be maximally horned. <laughs> just absolutely going to town on you. Yeah, I mean, I guess that might be the future of content, which is a weird thing to say, but like, feels like this is where this is all heading. You know? Yeah, it's like, not really. It's like it all it all feels very much like staring into the abyss, and the <laughs> abyss is like, uh, well, if I put a finger in your ass. <laughs> yeah, would you uh, subscribe to? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, let's do it. Um, just I don't know. In real life, I found something that, that we had previously talked about on the show, which is usually not a good sign. In real life, I went to a Target. Uh, let's give it up for going to the store. But oh, we- <laughs> yeah, let's let's go. let's uh, let's give it up for uh, going outside to Ooh. like uh, real physical places <laughs> to participate in in the markets. Yeah, I was helping my son find Pokemon cards because that's his new thing. Right there, underneath all the Pokemon cards, there's the blind boxes, and you, know, you got the little figurines and stuff mm-hmm. and all that. And then I saw it, and I had to really kind of slap myself in the face. Like, is this this is real, right? Yes, it was a Board Ape Yacht Club mini figurine <laughs> I hate it. in a blind box. It was called NFT Figs. I hate that shit. Yeah, you know, and the thing too. 
I think I think we kind of talked about this before. Is like the board ape shit. It looks awful. Yeah, I can't imagine it looking good as a minifig or any kind of three D representation, like a physical representation. I wanted to open the box and look at it, but it was all sealed and like, sure, ah, sure. I want to pay ten dollars. Like, I think fucking there's thing. like three NFT projects that ever actually had good. Right, and, and even that's subjective. Who do, you know? I don't know. I think like Oni Force actually like the way they did their random generation and the, mm-hmm. and the parts they were working with. Like it seemed like they actually wanted shit to fit and look coherent. Yeah, but uh, it's you know again like anything that's interesting about stuff like that is like it would just be better if it weren't an NFT. <laughs> yeah, generally generally speaking, most things would be better if they weren't an NFT. Did see a great post about Father's Day on Twitter. A user by the name of uh, at Devin Selfies who goes by Devin the Selfie Slut. Happy Father's Day to all the guys who I called daddy after they filled me up with a nice hot load and sent me on my way with a crisp 20 and a lollipop in my pocket. <laughs> and there is a, uh, is a selfie apparently fresh out of the shower there. Um, the guy looks like the top three leads in any given British sitcom merged together. It was very yeah. strange. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just just as and he's biting his finger in what's supposed to be a suggestive or seductive. Yeah, like a very like ooh, aren't I naughty? But it just looks like he's biting his fingertip off. (laughs) Not not a great look. Or he's got like something like he ate popcorn and he's got like (laughs) some stuck between his teeth. Motherfucker, get out of here! (laughs) Gollum was a sex worker. Anyway, (laughs) suck off my precious. It just has the sunken eyes. He just—he's balding. It's just—it's not—it's not a good look, there, Devin. Uh, We—we thank you for providing a service, but uh, also he's about as hairy as David Draymond from The Sturbs. Oh my god! Yeah, that's right. I mean, I've—I've told you that I've met him once, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Um. There's there's a really great photo. I'll I'll uh I'll have to take a a photo of the photo. (laughs) I got scanned somewhere, but I don't have scan right now. Yeah, uh, my Aunt Kelly stuck in a camera into OzFest back when oh. people did stuff like that. And she got a photo of me and David Drainman at the barricade <laughs> at the side stage, which is in the middle of a fucking parking lot at yes. Riverport. Yes. Um, it was the same stage where I got to watch Cradle Filth perform at like three in the afternoon. Like, yeah, real fucking spooky. Yeah. <laughs> like, me, 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 me. Right, and they're it's, sweating their they're makeup sw- off. The, yeah, they, it was just like it looked like someone was going to get heat exhaustion. But anyways, <laughs> there's a photo of me and David Draymond, my aunt Kelly took. And I think he's got his hand on my shoulder and he's shirtless. And I just remember thinking as I turned for the photo, I was like, if I threw a lip match at this guy, he'd go up like an old Christmas tree. <laughs> he's got that Robin Williams chest. Oh, just uh, just fantastic. And he was like, also just like riding his bike around Riverport, which like <laughs> yes, that sadly was a thing. A lot of people did that. It was either yeah. golf carts or bikes, and yeah, yeah, he, it was it was really. Peculiar. I was working that day. Uh, I was. I think I was slinging hot dogs at that time. I so. think that was like 2004. I think that was the last year I worked there. Very strange. What a, what a strange place to be. In the, in the 90 degree heat, Ozzy's up there yelling about something, and somebody else is yelling at me about how the beer's not cold. Like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell I got, you. I got shit going on, man. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. You want this beer? Listen, you want it or not? You yeah. want it or not? Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't have to work too much food service when i was younger for that one is just it really took away a lot of the the, the mystery of like artists and performing at shows and stuff because you know you just walk backstage and there's tom petty oh yeah <laughs> like hey man 
<laughs> you're not, you know, it just kind of took a lot of that mystery away. And I think. Oh that yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, being involved with a venue and doing like my stuff with like music. Yeah, like some people are like, oh wow, that person is like really fucking awesome. Like they they are just as cool as you. And it's like always like someone whose music I don't give a shit about. Like oh that right. guy was really sweet. And like you meet someone that like you you like loved listening to their music when you were younger, and you're just like oh, this guy kind of sucks. Well, thankfully, that was not my experience for, for the most part. But yeah, it, it, normally it's just leave them alone. They don't want to be, you know. They don't you just go, bothered. hey, hi. Right, because they don't be bothered. This is a job for them. They're at, they're, they're at work. And so are you. So it's like, all right. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I found myself plenty of times being like in the same room as like someone very, you know, important or influential mm-hmm. and just kind of like, I don't know, hey, how's it going? Like, uh, which I think we, they, I, uh, you, like, can we, and you just kind of you know, like talk for a minute, like, all right. It's time to go back to staring at our phones. Yeah. Well, and I think to a degree, I think those those people definitely appreciate that more. Cause like, don't hassle me for yeah. photos or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to work, man. You know, like, um, that was always my experience, at least. <laughs> Sorry. Every once in a while, I keep clicking through a different thing. And now it's just like maximum erotic blowjob shows up again. <laughs> it's Crypto Scam of the Week time, Brian. All right, let's do it. You're listening to 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking, the podcast. And now it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week. Crypto Scam of the Week this week is actually related to a, a, a person who we've referenced many times on the show before. Of course, Zach XBT, mm-hmm. one of the premier investigators going through crypto scams and whatnot, trying to figure out what's what. Trying to figure out what the fuck's going on in this crazy world of ones and zeros. Zach XBT posted on his Medium account. An exhaustive breakdown of a $22,000 ETH embezzlement scam on behalf of Machi Big Brother. I'm sure you're familiar with the name because he's been all around these parts here. Heard the name a few times, yeah. Also known as Jeff Wang. But yes, it is a, a rather large read, but essentially the guy is a Taiwanese-American musician and tech entrepreneur out of Taiwan. He's done multiple projects. Each one of them either rugged, failed, or had some other disastrous outcome wherein, oh, the money all went back to him. <laughs> and Zach, in his due diligence, went through with a fine-tooth comb and figured it all out. That's not the scam I want to talk about, though. That's just kind of the set dressing. Because a couple days after publishing that, he received a lawsuit from Machi Big Brother. I about this, yeah. He filed a defamation suit in an order to obviously shut him up. This led to Zach, of course, saying, you know, I don't have the money to fight this. Here's my wallet address. If you can donate what you can, please do. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, people who don't like Zach and what he does immediately led to them saying, well, this guy's scamming you out of money. How is it different than what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. So he definitely. <laughs> I think they raised a couple hundred K for Zach, which is oh, nice. Yeah. yeah his, uh, his goal is a mil USD, which I think is lofty. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this guy's probably done a couple hundo worth of work. Clearly, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> like, yeah. a couple guys that, that that try to pick out the bad actors, which there are numerous. Yes, and I yes. think uh, I think that's worth something. Oh, for that sure. makes people much more intelligent about operating, not necessarily just in crypto, but just like on the internet. Yeah, any scam whatsoever. Like the fact that you have internet detectives that are going to find you out is a deterrent, at least in sure. some ways. At least I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys like Coffeezilla, XB, Zach XBT. I mean, these those are the two that immediately come to mind. But I'm sure there's many, many more whose yeah. names I don't immediately think of. But yeah, I mean, there's. Thankfully, there are good people out there doing the work, and unfortunately, this hit him with a defamation suit that he now has to defend himself, because it's either that or take the article down, 
which is for somebody who's interested in that kind of shoe leather reporting. Yeah. That's not going to happen. So I'm just going to do a little bit of napkin math here. That was 22,000 sure. Ethereum. 22,000 Ethereum, yeah. Ethereum is like 1,800 right now. Mm-hmm. That's like over $39.5 million. Right. That's terrible. And that's across 10 projects. Yeah. You know, like this is this is a, a long time frame. This is somebody who's been doing this regularly and who is a, a known quantity to some mm-hmm. people, especially those who he may have, you know, bilked. It's not as though this is new. It's not as though this is coming out of nowhere. I'm sure there have been accusations before, but probably nowhere near as detail. <laughs> probably nowhere near the 16-minute read. Because, yeah. I mean, I highly recommend the article. I will put it in the show description. If you read Zach's article, it's pretty damning. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, he's, he's got... Most, a... most, most of them are. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. people are awful and shitty. But, like, the, the way it's accounted for like everything everything that he lays out is very detailed and he's got you know share he's got founding documents and share allotments and all these things about like where these people are originally from and who are these you know other teams and and i mean it goes on and i mean he's got texts and he's got you go through it man and it's it's exhaustive because there's just so much there i guess the really only way to counter that is to (laughs) <laughs> is to throw a lawsuit at him because there's really nothing else you can say that he hasn't already said or debunked as a talking point. So, best of luck to Zach. Really hope this kind of shuts this <laughs> machi guy up for a while. Yeah, no Lord. Um, so, Brian, what do you know about the days of the week? Uh, Some of them are better than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are named after... Roman gods, mm-hmm. Greek gods. A Twitter user at Scott Wampler RIP reminded me of this this week. I started digging into it, and boy, what a ride it is. Scott's original post here. After years of only hearing about it, I finally got my hands on the five-page bodybuilding forum thread wherein a couple of dudes get into a heated argument over how many days there are in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and I am here to tell you, it is infinitely funnier than I had ever imagined it to be. And after rereading this for what must have been the third or fourth time in my yeah. life, I would agree. It's... I've, I've, I've read through it, like, I think once or twice, and it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's truly a special thing. So, for those of you who are not aware, bodybuilding forums were rife at a certain point in the internet, especially, you know, early forums days you know there are places where guys who want to get swole they hang out and you know, all this stuff but it was also very easy to troll the living shit out of these guys and so sometimes <laughs> sometimes people on 4chan would go on on these these bodybuilding forums. try to say that the sky isn't real or right like, where's the where's the sun go <laughs> like yeah because they're they're blasting on the the very cheap joke that like all these guys are brain dead jocks <laughs> so it's i'm still not sure whether the guy who started this argument in this particular forum was an outsider agitating and just keeping this going, or if it was truly just a bunch of guys beefing with each other about how many days in a week there are. But regardless, it is uh, it's comedy from, from beginning to end. All right, so it starts with a user mindless, spelled with a one, asking a very simple question. Is it safe to do a full body workout every other day? I only have limited days I can get to the gym, and lately 
Instead of doing upper body or lower body, I just do full body strength workouts. I'm trying to gain as much as I can without getting fat. A helpful user responds, most beginner-intermediate programs are full body workouts. So three times per week, I think it's safe to assume that they're safe. The original poster replies, if I go every other day, I will be at the gym four to five times a week. Is that overtraining? I typically work out 60 to 90 minutes, push myself and raise the weight each week. All pro again, a full body workout three times a week is plenty. Each workout shouldn't take more than 45 minutes. But then Steve KM3 jumps in. That makes no sense. There are only seven days in a week. If you go every other day, that's three and a half times a week, <laughs> which is what starts the cataclysmic meltdown. <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. I choose logic. <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. That's four days. <laughs> How do you get three and a half times? Seven times in two weeks is three and a half times a week. Genius. And yeah, three times a week, full body workouts are good. I never said anything about going exactly seven times. If I go every other day, it's four days a week. How hard is that to comprehend? So they keep breaking it down further to which, you know, week one, Sunday, thir Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, week two, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, eight days in two weeks. Eight times in two weeks equals four times a week. Genius. All muscle and no brains. <laughs> <laughs> Calling themselves out. Yeah. And then it's, uh, you double counted Sunday. This is, uh, so this, five pages of this. <laughs> The internet used to be such such a beautiful place. If you work out every other day for 31 days, it's 16 days a month, four days a week, right? Uh, and we're just on page one, right? Here it is. You're the dumbest boy alive. Jump off a bridge. <laughs> <sighs> I read my post where I typed out four weeks again. I really, and I mean really, really read it. Tell me that's not three times, 3.5 times a week. Seven times in two weeks, seven days per week, training every other day. Fuck, I cannot make it clearer. <laughs> On your way back from work, stop by a second grade class and learn <laughs> something, motherfucker. <laughs> two or three different guys just, uh, you know. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I just got back from the gym and I'm... <laughs> you're still posting right <laughs> exactly if you want to start the count on monday one week to, yeah ending on a monday is not a and then they start arguing about when a week starts and a week is not sunday to sunday like that's eight days <laughs> people will get heated about what day a week starts i'm i'm a firm believer of the week starts on sunday i am too but that's just because that's how payroll works where i work so i really have to think like that you know like i think this is like well i think that's how like the well i think that's how most uh calendars are yes the sunday will be on the right hand side of the page and then monday's on the left generally no actually no you mean you mean saturday's on the saturday's right. on the right sunday's on, on the left. left so yeah it would be sunday all right they're all, all all muscles and no brains I'm telling you, this fucking forum post has got me going so yeah, Justin27 keeps trying to push this point, right? Okay, now I know Epsilon B is just shit posting now at this point because it's, hey guys, can you critique my new routine? And then he lists different body, you know, Sunday legs, Monday chest, went Tuesday back, Wednesday shoulders, Thursday legs, Friday chest, Saturday back, Sunday shoulders. What I like about this routine is I get to work out eight days a week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bango Skank, uh, the other user here, tries to reason with everyone, saying everyone needs to stop arguing the laws of gravity with this kid. He's being intentionally stupid. But, of course, the, the post continues. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Reddit stole from us. Yeah, yeah, because you can't have this kind of... Well, I guess you can on Reddit, but, I mean, it's nested comments. and it's Forums culture was very specific. Everything was presented in line. You know, you could quote someone, you know, but, but, but it's, it looks different. Like when you look at a Reddit thread, it looks like a fucking bad GitHub repo. You just, you got all I fucking these, hate reading Reddit. These nested, yeah, it's, it's painful. And these nested comments after, and then if you're trying to read a comment chain and it goes off of the width of your screen, it'll wrap back around. I don't know how to fuck to, which one of these posts could, this is bullshit. It yeah. sucks. Like, so either give me the most relevant yes. or give me the most recent. Don't give me this weird mishmash. No. This is me just pining for the days of the Forbes, I guess. But it's just, it's much, it's just straight up and down. Give yeah. me the fucking, like, make it easy to read. Because that's what... And you can't you can't empty quote. No. Yeah, not a, not every forum will let you do that. But yeah. You, you can't know. empty quote on Reddit, I don't think. No, because that's upvote. That's but a it doesn't have the same effect. An upvote is essentially an empty quote. Mm. But it's not the same. There's there's some smug satisfaction you can get out of empty quoting someone, whether you agree with them or not. Yeah. To make a point, and I guess it's just really like a there's a, there's a language difference. It's almost like you're speaking two different languages when you're talking about forums versus Reddit. It just so page three. <laughs> this continues to fucking blow my mind because it continues to be argued, and new users are jumping in now. Three and a half times a week doesn't make sense, right? It seems to me that you're all neglecting the fact that the Josh has a time machine. <laughs> so then they start counting the days. Like, how <laughs> Can we agree that four weeks is 28 days? No, that's, you're already starting from a flawed assumption. Seven times four is 28, right? If you work out every other day, that's 14 times in four weeks. 28 divided by two is four. If, as you say, you work out every other day, that's four times a week, would you not be working out 16 times? Four times four is 16. How can both be true? <laughs> you use the 31-day month as an example. That's not four weeks. That's a calendar month. Four weeks every other day is 14 workouts, which is seven every two weeks, which is three and a half per week. You're an idiot. <laughs> I know the average is three and a half, but it's not pragmatic. Yeah, someone trying, trying desperately to... Write this. Write this. Just says, you know what? This topic seriously needs to be closed. And now they're breaking it down into muscle groups. Someone, of course, uh, arguing on the internet is like running in the Special Olympics. Even if you win, you're still mentally disabled. A half a day would be when you lift. Now they're getting it, you know. I like that. I like that. The the half days when you lift. Yeah. And then just ducking out, like not appearing in the thread again. This is where they really get with the Scott Steiner math. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I... I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. 
But then you take my 75% chance of winning, if we used to go one-on-one, -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. There are 52 weeks in a year, 12 months in a year, four weeks in a month, seven days in a week. Everyone is agreeing on this? Fine. If you train 3.5 times a week, 52 weeks a year, what is that equal to? 182. That means on average every month we train is 15.167 and repeating. It, is it more than the 14 I've been suggesting? Uh, yes, it is. Let's see. But to prove the above sentence, how man days are in a week? I think he meant to say how many. How man days are in a week? I'd like to say seven. How many weeks? How many days in, in four weeks? I'd say 28. How many days in a month? Wait, this is the change factor. We found out our brain shortcomings. Two more pages of this, but I will get. I will skip to my favorite part, which is scrawny to studly. <laughs> response. Shut the fuck up. You're a dumb piece of shit. You, when you can't prove my wrong, prove I am wrong. You resort to personal attacks. Dumb, slow, pos, fuckhead. The rare fuck spelling with two C's. Ooh, <laughs> you love to see it. It does finally. And with shift your panties an inch and a half to the left, that will make your vag not ache so much fat fuck. No C's in there, so that's where the extra C must have gone. How have I been proven wrong? I am patiently awaiting. After five pages, I originally received one answer to my original post. My point was proved by smarter people. If you take a single week, not two weeks, just a single week, and work out every other day, you can work out four days a week. The end. Stop bitching. That's not right either. <laughs> <laughs> and and for and the ads, add some more context. When when was this thread started? Oh, that's right. This thread started in uh, 2008, I believe. Yeah, yeah, May 17, 2008. Wow. Yeah, it's been 15 years, and I'm sure if this thread was still open, they would still be arguing about how many days there are in a week. I'm I gonna, just I'm going to see if I can start this argument with <laughs> one of my coworkers tomorrow. The greatest argument in the history of forums. The guy that I know I could really get into this argument with is unfortunately off tomorrow. No, but right. but uh, I'm try gonna try. Again. I'm gonna try and get him when he's back. Yeah, because because he seems like the sort of guy that I could get him. I could really. <laughs> I'd like fuck with his whole entire week. I had a few of those types of questions when I first started. A bunch of different jobs actually. I would I would jump in with this one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? You know, yeah. So that, that... Oh no. <laughs> no, that would. No, that would that would be chaotic at my yeah. job. You, you got guys that are fiercely protective of sandwiches, or what's the? Is I it... just I, I got guys that like like to argue, but don't know how. I got some guys that are too smart for their own good about that okay. kind of shit, and would be like, well, "What do you mean? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, do you, what, what are we classifying mean? as a sandwich? Here? Exactly. Yeah. What do you mean? What a makes sandwich? a what makes a sandwich? You know, it's like is a burrito a sandwich? No. You know. a burrito is a wrap. Oh. See, this is where <laughs> oh. we've we've come to a certain like a, a hot dog is technically a roll. It has to do with the shape of the bread, if the bread separates or not. You know, like what what shape the meat's in. You know, there's a lot of factors that go. So, so my my favorite way, because I think is a hot dog a sandwich. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's actually kind of played out. Yeah, we can we can blame Jeb Jeb Lund. I know. Yeah, he definitely did uh, ride that pony for a while. Um, I think when I realized it was a, a conversation that you could overhear people say in Fallout 4. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I, uh, I, I kind of was like, man, life is no longer fun. Yeah. Um, I think the one that I like to ask is, hamburger a sandwich? 
Or is it its own classification? Is it own well, its I mean, own thing? Well, I mean, if you go by certain structural guidelines, it is a sandwich because it, it's two pieces of bread, right? Mm-hmm. But in this case, a bun. And it, the meat's there, and you got any toppings. And yeah, I mean, it definitely fits the qualification of what we... Generally, when you think of a sandwich, you think of something in that approximate shape, right? Yeah, we don't say hamburger sandwich, though. We might not, but I'm sure the people in Hamburg, Germany might. The cube rule of food, this is one that I found a while back, and I think this this does kind of satisfy a lot of those requirements. So if you, you have to visualize a little bit to use this. For, so for some people... This isn't going to work for them if they can't visualize, uh, you know, rotating a cube in their mind or whatever. They're not going to get this. But if you can visualize a cube where the food is, right, and and if if whatever plane the bread is on, that's, you know, if it's just on the bottom plane, that's toast. Top two planes is a sandwich. If it's on two sides and the bottom, it's a taco, which I think is misconstrued. It should be a burrito. But anyway, if it's all the way around, it's construed as a sushi if it is the sides and the bottom, they would say it was a soup slash salad with a bread bowl, right? Okay. And then if it's all the way around, all six sides, they consider that a calzone. I don't necessarily agree with the calzone part. Yeah. Because a calzone... It could be a dope leg. That's true. Yeah, it see? It could be um, yeah. Yeah, a, a kolochi. Or a kolochi, yeah. Kolochi. yeah. Mm-hmm. Every culture has its own meat in a pouch type deal meat pouches yeah you could be a, a hand pie you know depending on where you what you got the one i really like is there's uh, there's these pork buns place down here it's chinese place the chinese pork buns ah, ah wonderful mm-hmm, but yeah mm-hmm. it's the same idea it's a it's i love a, uh the bow yes get those from uh core 17 amazing oh still have got to go there because i'm uh, you you're not the only one who's told me that it's that it's definitely worth oh my time. yeah i mean my girlfriend went there last weekend it was fucking well the service was terrible. Yeah. It was one of those things where, like, we got seated, and then, like, people that got seated, like, five, ten minutes after us, like, mm-hmm. were all of a sudden getting, like, their appetizers and their food super uh. quick, and you're like, ah. Uh. And we're, like, starving, because we just spent, like, all day walking around, and uh, kind of were seething. And then our yeah. appetizer came out, and that was fine. And then we're watching other people that got sat after us, like, paying mm. for their check. <laughs> yeah. Then the food came out and it was fucking amazing. So like that's just Does it make up for it? Eh, a little, I it was guess. a little bit of a bummer because like we usually, like it's usually like the service is pretty decent there. Like right. it's not like it's a mom and pop Mexican place where no. like it's someone's second cousin who <laughs> who was a fuck up back in Chihuahua. <laughs> right. And you're lucky that grandma has this restaurant here in St. Louis. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've been to some Mexican restaurant like oh you are the you are the nephew that no one likes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they wound up after they couldn't make it. Yeah, they, like like they they piss off someone. And it's like <laughs> you now you gotta go hang out with grandma and St. Louis strip mall in Creve Corps, yeah. and drive a Civic. <laughs> a red it's always like a red like 96 civic yeah because that's yeah that's what you can get so we went for father's day we went to a steakhouse yeah well that was probably the worst decision we could have made because we left 4 35 o'clock yeah we didn't eat till like 6 7 o'clock yeah it was uh it was a nightmare and it was the same thing i think part of it also is that you know it was me the wife two kids and my mother which makes it five and five is a five tops hard to come by sometimes and mm-hmm. it's not always easy to see them and and so yeah we, we wound up <laughs> waiting an hour and a half to get served and then the service was slow but 
I had the first bite of that steak. I was like, you know what? All right, fine, whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you get the food and you're like, hey, this is what I wanted. Okay, all right, all right, all right, fine. I'll forgive it. And I tipped well and all that. So I mean, you know, it's a, it does suck. <laughs> it really does when you when you have that like, this is what I want. I'm going to get it, and then series of disappointments follow. But then you get the food, and you're like, well, I, okay, fine. Yeah. It's it's, I don't know, it's an uncomfortable situation to be in, but I guess it's better than the alternative, which is, you know, me having to grill for myself on Father's Day. <laughs> that, was kind of, that was my other option. I was like, well, we can wait an hour and a half, or, you know, I can fire up the grill. And everyone's like, no, 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 don't cook, don't cook. Pretty glad I, I waited, but, uh, yeah. yeah. What was the other argument? Because there was always some classic ones you could drop in. How many days of the week? Got to, got to put it up for that one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Who is the better Mystery Science Theater 3000 host, Joel or mm. Mike? You could always throw that one in. Are there, is there such thing as good cop? Oh, Ooh. that's more modern, but yeah, I think yeah, you so could. That's one of those questions you ask you, as you're walking out of a room. <laughs> you just throw that one behind you like a Molotov and just yeah. walk out. Who Who's your favorite Evangelion girl, Oscar, or Ray? Are you, know? are you Pam or? Oh, Pam or <laughs> Pam and Jim, or yeah. Or, well, what was the other girl that that Jim dates? Played by Rashida, Rashida Jones. Yeah, Rashida Jones, but I cannot remember her name for the life of me. This is all like old Fiad shit we're referencing oh, okay. right now. Yeah, are you Ray or Asuka? Are you? <laughs> well, I say Ray. Ray and Asuka goes back shit well before Asuka, even yeah. Fiad for me. Like yeah. sure, but like that's I think that's how I know it. I should mm-hmm. say. Yeah, it's a classic argument. Still one, you know, to this day. I don't know. They're both 14, so it doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> Well, they're clones. They don't have real souls. Asuka's not a clone in the original series. She's a clone in the rebuilds. But that's a whole other... Again, that's that's a lore okay. issue. <laughs> there was some X-Files one that I, I cannot for the life of me remember what it was. But it was some... Like, you could throw a match into X-Files fans if you'd ask this, like... Uh, oh, when did The Simpsons stop being funny? Oh, there you go. When did The Simpsons stop being funny? Classic firebomb. And that one, you know... Season <laughs> 10. <laughs> I'd say season nine. I'd, but yeah, I'd say good. I'd say the Kid Rock episode is oh. definitively where it stopped being good. People like to say Prince and the Popper, but I still think I think that episode's bad in a lot of ways, <laughs> but still has good jokes. But I think the Kid Rock episode might be where like oh, this this is where it definitely turned the corner into being not good most of the time. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, most of the things if I see Kid Rock's involved in it, I generally want to run sure. away. So even like Osmosis Jones movie from forever ago what about it kid rock is in that oh i had no idea yeah. i've never watched it because i, I kind of knew better it's actually i kind of know what like i you know when i see like a diaper outside <laughs> the bus stop you know, i don't i don't wonder eat, what's man. in the diaper i have a pretty good like because yeah. the thing is if it's like got like car keys to a mercedes <laughs> that never happens yeah, the, yeah I'm, but like you know what someone else can take that risk because i already, i've already done the math and there's probably there's probably something I'm not going to be happy about. Ch- chances are, yeah, pretty good that that's not that's not going to be anything. But no, uh, but, I mean, random plug for Osmosis Jones out of nowhere. It does have Bill Murray in it, which is always a plus for me. You got the great interplay with Chris Rock and and David Hyde Pierce. It's just goofy as shit. It's an animated movie. It's gross. It's funny. It, most of it is fart jokes, which I love. So you know you can't really go wrong with it. But yeah, Kid Rock shows up. Was he herpes? <laughs> uh, uh, no, I I think he's fragile kid- X syndrome. <laughs> I think he's kidney rock, 
or something like that. Where Boo. It's, yeah, it's Boo <laughs> this. <laughs> Joe C was still alive. And so Joe C also has a cameo in animated form. His original song, Cool Daddy Cool. In the song that he wrote for the movie, he says the following line. Young ladies, young ladies, I like them underage, see. Some say that's statutory, but I say it's mandatory. <laughs> Yeehaw! That's all, and that was like an animated film for kids. It was an animated film for kids, and for some reason that line made it into the movie. If you go on Netflix and you watch Osmosis Jones, it's in the movie. <laughs> I had no idea. And you wouldn't have. No one would expect that to happen, and yet it did. My name is Kid Rock, and I'm rap- raping little kids. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of human. I mean, I've, I've had a couple of discussions, I feel like, in the last week about Kid Rock being human <laughs> garbage, but I, I, I knew that line existed. I knew that that verse existed. I yeah. didn't realize it was for Osmosis yeah. Jones. Yeah, <laughs> it was for Osmosis Jones. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be like, it'd be like fucking... Uh, Fucking anal cunt doing a song for the land before time. Well, you didn't have that copy of the se- of the, the, of the cassette. <laughs> that, that one I got from Japan has it. Uh, yeah, I was born in the Jurassic periods, specifically to commit sexual harassment. You know, just like songs <laughs> like that. I don't, did, I don't know. Did anal cunt ever do like a movie soundtrack? I would love to find that out. That that'd be. Amazing. I mean, there's probably like a skate video out there or something like yeah. a Big Brother. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure one of their songs made it under like a serial killer or a Bones Brigade video or something. Like, sure. Yeah, like, but I, I couldn't pick it out of the lineup with all the thrash bands they used to have on those, so I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Unless you told me specifically it was an anal cut song, I, I, I wouldn't know it from Adam. Like, fair. Oh, you, you put you put an anal cut song right next to a nail bomb song. Uh, fucking, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, sure. Put <laughs> put that next to a, a dryer with some shoes in it. <laughs> And run it through like a tape filter. Yeah, I don't know what that. I don't know what yeah, that yeah. All right, we ready for some gross shit? Oh. I think I think I think we've supposed the hypothetical enough here. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. Shock.jpg. Well, it's uh, Shock.jpg, our favorite segment of the show. But this one might not be my favorite because I've seen this before, and uh, I'm I'm not I'm not <sighs> a big fan of it. Um, it's it's called special fried rice, Brian. SpecialFriedRice.net. There we go. Oh. There we go. Oh. Yeah. Hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> did I say click away which, from the damage? Did I say click? <laughs> Mr. Producer, did I tell you to click away from the photo of the deranged, damaged penis? Where are you? From the DNC? <laughs> yes. So, uh, courtesy of the Screamer Wiki, of course. Because I wouldn't know how to describe that photo other than, oh my God, get it away it, from it me. It looks hurt, like... Hurt this thing, whatever it is. It know. looks like a spring roll <laughs> that's been left out in the sun. Well, what it actually is, is a uh, a penis. It is a flesh-eating virus that infects the penis. Why ain't that a hoot, folks? <sighs> flesh-eating virus on your, on your, on your wee-wee? For some reason, they included the lyrics to Nacho Nacho Man uh, from the Simpsons season 16 episode. Uh, what was it called? Homer Loves Flanders? For uh, whatever reason, they included uh, I'm Going to Be a Nacho Man. And then it also says, Recipe for Love, cooking up the best special fried wor- rice in the world since, well, since I put the page up. Uh, that <laughs> 
So the same person that created that created a mustard snack and cheesy peas. Of course, mustard snack, a woman lifting her poop-covered underwear to show her anus-slash-vagina covered in feces with a caption that read, grabamustardsnack.com. Uh, but yeah, so, so whoever this whoever this person was, uh, a real the it mental looks, image. It is, looks like they sucked their their penis in like a like a desk fan. Yeah, it looks it looks really bad. We're, we're going back to the we're going back to the well we, here. We a different look at this. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to go back for a second. Jamie, put put the bad penis up on the screen. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, courtesy of the the web archive. So it does look like. It's uncircumcised, so so what's likely happened is that the foreskin itself has been infected with whatever this is. It looks like the fucking cordyceps virus from The Last of Us. <laughs> it, but there's also bits that look like they're just like scar tissue. Yeah. Um, it looks bad. It looks real bad. The That's not a pretty looking dick. No, and his, and, and the, the urethra looks kind of inflamed. inflamed. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it, not. It looks like, it looks like something from a Half-Life 1 mod. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a, a hound eye. Oh, boy. Yeah, the, and the, the, what really kills me is like the scar tissue. The scar it, tissue, yeah. the scabbing or whatever that is. Yeah, that's pretty upsetting. Because like, okay, you know, you got to skin tags or whatever you, know, you got a skin thing going on but like that just looks like you scratched it too much and now it's fucked up just, and like, it looks rough yeah it's right. like the dog guy <laughs> oh, probably... i told you not to let him play with it so much <laughs> like, don't damn. chew on that damn thing you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna get yourself in trouble there ah look what you did now now you want now you want to act like you didn't know no better you ain't got no fucking sense. You ain't got no full dick anymore either there, boy. <laughs> now help me fucking siphon this gasoline out of your neighbor's car. Yeah. You got places to be. What <laughs> well, cheese. This is, you know what? Yeah. That's a guaranteed way to get fired from the dick sucking factory. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When the pecker checker comes around and yeah. you ain't working with something functional. Hey, yep. hey, yep. guy, guy. Yep. This guy. No off car check, no nothing. You're off the line. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're done. The shop steward's coming over. He's shaking his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know you want to file a grievance here, yeah, but they're kind of in the rye on ain't, this. Ain't much you can do about it, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, I can't have you back on this one, but uh, your shit's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, man. Gotta, listen, we're going we're to send you down to the doctor. <laughs> right. You're going to get some medical leave, you know, half of unpaid, you know. I don't think, I'm, I'm sorry to say something, I don't think some penicillin is going to fix this. Mm-mm. Since the infected tissue does look to be the foreskin, do you foreskin, think soy sauce would make it better or worse? As far as just, just <laughs> I don't understand the question. Conceptually, if my penis, okay. if my penis had flushing like bacteria, yeah. I don't know. At this point, I mean, salt and and you know, open, yeah, and you got the. the, the I mean, because it's salty. That soy sauce is salty as it shit. It's so. definitely very salty. I mean, really, the only thing you can do in that point, I mean, again, the guys, I'm circumcised. You, I guess, you just got to get it circumcised to get the tissue, get the, the dead get tissue, the ant ear off. Yeah, I mean, there's really, it doesn't look like there's any other option here. It <sighs> looks like brown swagger. Oh no, because brown swagger looks appetizing. That does not look appetizing. I don't know about brown swagger looking appetizing. I mean, but... it's a sausage. What do you want? It's, it's it's like a meat filling it's patty. It's a soft sausage, yeah. Your grandpa used to eat that? Yes, I did. Yeah, yes, my, I did, my yeah. grandpa used to eat it as well. 
There you go. I'll put a little brown schweiger on. A little bit little, of mustard. A little bit of mustard. Some a slice of American cheese mm. on, on like the on yes. the thinnest white bread. Actually, correction, not mustard. Durkies, the mustard type sauce that was a little bit sweeter. Oh, uh, yeah. Durkies was the way because that's also that, how that he penis would eat. looked like it came out of a can of Dinty Moore. <sighs> okay. Yep. Yep. I'll give you that one. <laughs> uh, fried spam was the other one. Oh, fried spam. I still do that one. I got I'll do fried. I'll do fried spam with mm. like uh, like ramen. Oh yeah, sure. We'll do uh, we'll slice Hawaiian style. Yeah, yeah. Or musubi. That's that's the other one. My friend Michaela told me about. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This this terrible disease penis has really got us. Got me appetized. Yeah. I don't know what's that. What's that about? Just throw down the hibachi. <laughs> Fire up oh, the grill. Okay. <laughs> that's just the, that's just the no, that's just like the the fluids coming out. Right. The, well, the the cure for it, I guess, would be to stick your dick in the onion volcano. <laughs> it's a very it's an ancient secret. Uh, that's what the samurai did. I am Ronin, for I have a disease penis <laughs> what do you think that smells like oh you know what it didn't look wet it, it looked just... it looked a little dry yeah no 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 go you still have it up <sighs> no because there's, there's like there's like something between like where the foreskin okay. and the tip of the penis meets where it kind of looks like condensed milk Okay, well, let me. <laughs> we're going back to the well again, folks. <laughs> <laughs> God, you, folks, you can't stop back. looking at the bad dick. You <laughs> can't stop. Are you think? Are you think that's just like the the flesh that has been yet to be uh, consumed say, that, by the rot? That looks like that. Just looks like where. Well, I mean, no, I'm not as right. close to it as you. No, I think I think you There's have some a point kind there. of fluid. A, yeah, it, it, it's not something milky. Mm, the flavor lives. Well, I mean, if you just cover up the pee hole, I mean, it's not, it's like a, a you know, uncooked hamburger. So you got <laughs> a lot of different food. Without the, the bread food coloring, yeah. Correct, yes. <sighs> All right. After that one, I'm going to need a big old breath mint, Brian. It's time for your mom's favorite part of the show. It's time for the breath mint. What's on your mind this week? What you been, uh, what you been up to? I'm trying to think about. Our media consumption habits after your toothpaste made us feel vapid and I empty. know. <laughs> Tell me to fucking touch grass God. on my own show? Yeah. God damn. He really got our asses. <laughs> he got me. He cooked us. Ugh. God damn. He fucking... Not only that, but I mean, you know, smartest motherfucker in the room. And I, I keep thinking I'm a smart guy, but no, no. Oh, I was... I, I knew. <laughs> I knew walking into that that... That this was the master and I we was... were the students, and I think you kept you kept trying to stand up, yeah, and he kept yeah. just uh, <laughs> fucking hit tossing you right into the fucking mat. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like there was points where he was trying to tell you not to get back up. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> felt that way after a certain bit. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> Drew, I love you. Come back on the show. Yeah, please, please don't whoop my ass like that. Please, again. Uh, <laughs> we won't drink and we'll read a book. We'll read. We'll read a book. No, we'll read a book. I don't know no, about the no. other part. Watched uh, Infinity Pool. Ah, uh, because Drew mentioned it on the show say. last week, and yep. I was like, "Well, I like I like Skarsgård." And sure, I heard Mia Goth is is a person to look at. And, Indeed, you know it's Cronenberg's son, and Drew is right that the ending doesn't really land. I don't want my movie endings to fucking hold my hand. Yeah, yeah, because but that's... there need to be a little something there. I think, and like, it just feels um. I think it was missing a couple beats to convey what it wanted to do, which is disappointing because pretty much up until that moment, that movie does not slow down. It keeps fucking going. Yeah. Um, Skarsgård is 
pathetic and amazing. <laughs> and it does that Cronenberg thing where you can't really tell if it's like supposed to be in the future or oh, not. Yeah. There are clones being made, but you're in a poor third world country, which is uh, Croatia in real life. Right. And all the cars are like, you know, classic convertibles. and But like the self, people have smartphones and they look like our smart smartphones. And there's this ambiguity of what does the world look like outside of this setting? And I think that's really interesting. And it plays to some of the more devious elements of the film. Mia Goth is absolutely sadistic and insane. Uh, my girlfriend com- commented that at one point she didn't even seem human. Oh. Yeah, it's it's about abusing people for fun, basically. <laughs> um, and about, like, I think it makes some points about tourism or about, like, playing into people's egos to then take advantage of them. Mm. And um, there's some plot stuff that's shaky, but from front to back, like, it's a solid, like, four out of five. I just wish it stuck the landing a little bit better at the end. It just kind of fell flat, but you know, it's like cheap to rent on Amazon prime. So fucking go for it. And I'm trying to think what else. I don't know. It's been a big media consumption week for us. Um, I wanted to talk about last week did watch just to give it put a little faith and see if it could pull itself up. Mm-hmm. Did watch the second episode of the idol. Okay. It's a better episode. There's mm-hmm. some interesting character development and introduces some characters you see in the first episode a little bit more fully. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I see what this is trying to do. Okay. And there's some stuff here that I don't hate. But as a whole, it's like going like, you know what? This rice is shit, but the cilantro they picked. Mm, okay. Kind of thing where you're like, just doesn't make up for was ultimately a shallow and kind of like mean but not really saying anything like because i think you could write a treatment for a show that's based around a young woman that's supposed to be somewhere between miley cyrus and britney spears and Mm. the vapidness and the controlling aspects and like the blurred line between when someone is really acting like you're they're your friend because their meal ticket is reliant on you and when they are sincerely your friend or when they are sincerely your business partner or someone who's invested with you okay um, there's some stuff where she's the main character is trying to like film a music video and she can't fucking do it and she finally fucking nails the shot and the fucking focus got lost of on course. the camera. Yeah, you know, right. so there's... You, you think Jocelyn's gonna fucking pull it together, and she can't. The weekend is just like creepy L.A. Dracula. He's probably the most interesting part of the show, but I... I don't think there's gonna be a second season of this shit. I can't imagine, you It just feels ugly. Yeah. And not in a way that's entertaining, or like even like a, a hate watch kind of way. It's just really... um. It's just like a bunch of wasted... I think the part where it's like a bunch of wasted potential. Mm. I've read stuff where people say that the the, the mind behind it, I forget his name off the top of my head. Like Levinson, he's, yeah. Levinson. That he's really not a storyteller. He's really into... <laughs> he's, he's more about aesthetics. Yeah, I mean, if you watched Euphoria, you definitely know that's the case. I at least like knew people like that in high school. Mind you, some sure. of the, I mean, these kids are Zoomers. I'm a millennial. And we were kids in the upper lower middle you know middle class gambit in the fucking flyover state in the midwest 
and these are kids that live in like some weird 1950s upper <laughs> but like the some of these static choices for like the kid the houses those kids lives in is really weird because it's like these are all like roseanne houses but they're supposed to be in like orange county like yeah, yeah. i don't know i knew girls like cat mm-hmm. growing up sure. like i knew dudes like the jocks and stuff like that like yeah at least those like they were terrible people because like their parents were fucking with them or they were terrible people because that's what they thought they had to do to be a football star or some shit and that like if there weren't these societal pressures they probably would be like an okay person but this is just kind of like wow aren't these isn't this lifestyle awful and vapid and there's really very little (laughs) to be cherished here except for people just kind of like siphoning off of each other in this weird circle jerk and everyone's you know everyone's fucking it's vampirism yeah, this is terrible, and you're not really doing. You know, it's, it's that Woody Allen line. You know, uh, there's it's the soup is terrible in such small portions. Yeah, the food is bad, and there's such such a love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just I always got the impression that like, gosh, I really hope it does lean into literal vampirism. Like, I I do hope that like there's some genre element that shows up to kind of save the day. Because yeah, otherwise everything I've read about it, same thing. It just it seems like a collection of terrible people being terrible for no reason yeah <laughs> the, what who is this show for i don't, I don't uh, yeah i mean it's the same thing with the the fucking mindy cowling fucking velma <laughs> thing like who is who is it for yeah. yeah yeah i did wonder that when that first started coming around like, we watched the first episode and it was like okay not good enough for a second episode watch which is yeah that, like and i gave the idol because like you know what maybe maybe it swings upwards sure and like, it does but like it does not but if you if you can't sell me on your pilot then i'm not giving you another you know what i mean like i'm not giving you another a shot sure. here i've done that with a bunch of different shows like um there was one that rain wilson did where he was trying to be like they were trying to do, trying to kind of follow up on the success of House. Like, here's an asshole who's really good at his job, but it was like a, a small town detective. So he's just a detective that's an asshole. <laughs> he's just a which dick. Is, which is, he's a literal dick. Yeah. And it's like, okay, all right. Where are you, what's happening here? It was called Bernstrom or something like that. Backstrom. Oh, Backstrom, yeah. Backstrom, Backstrom is what it was yeah. called. Okay, I'm really and, uh, this. I, I watched one episode of it and I went, okay. I was not enticed to watch more because like, eh, you can't grab me in your pilot, dude. That's that's so that's my test. If I can watch one episode, I'm hooked in. I'm like, okay, this is how it goes. So I'm with you on that one. But every once in a while, I'll give something a second shot. I think the last time that worked out really well for me was on becoming a god in Central Florida. It was a random ass show. I can't even remember what network it originally aired on. I think it was Cinemax before that whole thing went under. But That's fucking wild. But you had Mary Jane and Spider-Man movies. The, the old ones, the Sam Raimi ones. Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. The chick with the bad teeth. Thank you. Kirsten Dunst uh, is bad a... Bad teeth, Kirsten. Oh, bad, bad teeth. Bad teeth, Kirsten. So she's a happily married woman. You know, she works at the water park. Mm-hmm. And her husband's... You know, he he does an office job, but he also is in deep to this multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> and he dies and leaves her with all this multi-level marketing responsibility. Like, the first episode was interesting. Yeah. But it didn't quite have its hooks in me. By the second one, okay, now we got, you know, like, it, it, it took off after that. So I was like, okay, I'm glad I gave that a chance. But it's rare. It's rare that that happens, that I will actually go, well, all right, let's give this some more time. So yeah, I'm, so it sounds like the idol is a no go. 
Yeah, it's bad. It's pee pee poo poo. Pee pee poo poo. It's not even. It, not even I don't, the good pee pee poo poo. I don't yeah, even yeah. see it like having the high points that Euphoria had. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. But like Euphoria at least could be sometimes something I didn't really like. But then like there would be these really great character moments that kind of were your payoff for dealing with some of the stuff that sucked. <laughs> but I just don't. I don't see it having that same quality ever in any real true way which is maybe a little disappointing but i don't know what i was expecting trying to think what else oh a new queens of the stone age record yes okay have you listened to it i have not i've heard the single and i like the single it's It's probably the best thing they've come out with in a long time but i mean it's 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 what you expect from a queens of the stone age record there's cool guitar riffs and uh cool guitar tones and there's uh some stuff that's kind of done the done the done the done like uh and then there's like you know these haunting like oohs and ahs and there's some some cool little guitar so classic solos. queens of the yeah, Stone classic Age, queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. um i haven't like sat down like just been like listening to it like while cleaning my apartment or like sure. while at work and i'm like yeah this is cool i like it i'm into it like it definitely feels like divorce dad <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i guess that makes sense given that you know yeah who he is yeah. and and all that like there's there's definitely some divorce dad energy in there. It just happens to be very cool divorce dad where it's right, like, the one that owns. Like he like, still gets visitation, yeah, and his kids like him, but he's also got a girlfriend that's done a little too much Botox. <laughs> very, yeah. that feels very real, yeah. It, like it feels like a very lived in leather jacket kind of divorce dad thing. I'm into it. I'm into it. It's been a while since I listened to Queens of Stone Age record that, like, from front to back, I thought was interesting. I feel like, yeah. I feel like that's been like probably since Songs for the Deaf. Yeah, I don't um, that that seems about right. And again, that's without that opening track. I think could, could take that or leave that, but every, everything after that is is solid gold. Um, you don't like uh, Give Me Toro, Give Me Some More. Um, it's all right. Really, I think that's like. I mean, that's like a, a song I, I listen to when I, when I get psyched up to like steal from it's the self short. checkout. It's too short. I mean, I need, I need to go for another minute, man. Come on. But uh, no, I, actually, I think that's the wrong one. I think I'm thinking of something else. Anyway, I think it's Six Shooter that I don't like. But anyway, that's it, it, like one song on a record that has like 15 songs on it. So like, yeah. it's, it's minor. It's a minor complaint. That you can't even remember correctly. No, I don't remember what song it is. Oh, so clearly yeah. it's not that important. You're just, cause, a, you're just yeah. another fucking fake fan, Jason. <laughs> Yeah, you're here. Right. I was going to take you to Snowcore tour with me. They hang out with Head PE and Cold Chamber. Head PE, uh. Finger Eleven. <laughs> oh, Finger uh, Eleven. Alien Ant Farm. Finger Eleven is probably the most clever name that you could come up with if you're trying to make a dick joke with your band name. I think that's you know. Yeah, you know, you know what's really sad. Mm. I didn't know Pearl Jam was a cum joke until like a year ago. Oh, really? Oh. That was one that we told around the uh, around the schoolyard there. And I, I just, I mean, there. I don't think I grew up around a lot of people that gave, besides like my mom and my <laughs> aunt, who uh, who gave a shit about Pearl Jam. Fair, that's fair. But mm. I mean, like, I can't listen to Pearl Jam and the Red Hot Chili Peppers or like Toad the Wet Sprocket as an adult because my mom played that. And be like, wow, your mom sounds so cool. I'm like, not really. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Now, I can't listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers because several times in several different bands, I was told that I sing like Anthony Kiedis, and I just got so fucking angry at that. I, I, it's an irrational thing. I, can't, I don't know why. You ever watched the comp- compilation of Anthony Kiedis doing the Ching Chong from... 
what song is that that he does? Yeah, it's I, off of California Cation, uh, yeah. all around the world or whatever. It's yeah. like around the ding, world. Ding 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 dong dong. And like, there's like somewhere he's like ding ding dong ding 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 dong. Yeah. And like he really he really gets into the syncopation and like the paradiddle, the mm. vocal paradiddle of it. Mm. Uh, it's really fucking. Uh, it's painful, is what it it's is. Painful. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. Uh, <laughs> i just like he wrote a song where he could just be racist for like one bar yep <laughs> well he was probably like it's all you get man that's all you get <laughs> we can't do the whole song save it, that you save it for your biography <laughs> i haven't read it is he racist i don't know i i can't imagine it's really good I don't know. I, my I mean, my brother said like the there was like a Motley Crue biography that's really good. That's Neil Strauss. Yeah, that that one is good. I can't remember the name of it, but I know. But it's I've not. also heard people say things like like Slash came out of the biography. Yeah, and uh, I remember. I can't imagine that. him having anything all that good to say about well, anyone. Well, the thing is, it was like him talking about being like really interesting parts of his life and being mm. involved with really interesting things. And you'd be like, oh, this is, a, oh, he's talking about some really interesting, like the formation of like Guns N' Roses. And yeah. it has nothing interesting to say about this part of his life that had to have been if you were fly on the fucking wall. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Sure. You would imagine. Yeah. So he's like basically like, yeah, I did a bunch of cool shit, but I don't have anything cool to say about it. Which is just like, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly not true. I don't know what you, what you got, man. We're still continuing on the old uh, Yellow Jackets train, almost at the end there. And boy, I got to commend the Yellow Jackets online community for being very tight-lipped with spoilers. I did not know that a, a, a number of really big moments happened, even though I still, for some reason, am on the r Yellow Jackets subreddit. So kudos to them for keeping their mouth shut the, yeah, thus far. I'm really enjoying... Good, good, good for you for that. Open up your fat fucking mouth. <laughs> you know what's good for you. I'm, 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 I'm Jay Leno that doesn't like yellow jacket spoilers. Teeny, teeny, tiny yellow. Teeny, tiny Jay Leno that doesn't teeny, like yellow. Little guy. Here just I go. Little guy, just little guy. Yeah, just, I can't read the spoilers because my eyes are so small. Uh, we gotta we gotta thank Casey Green again for the teeny tiny Jay Leno idea. Talking it's about just... penguins. God, what, what a beautiful soul that man is. What a sweet man. No, so I've enjoying Yellow Jackets, really, really digging into that. I've been reading uh, Venice Underground by Jeff Vandermeer. It's one of his uh-huh. earlier books. Have I told you about this? Did we talk about no, this last week? Okay. About, about I don't think so. What they're doing now, since Jeff doesn't have any new work out since, called Salamander Hummingbird, since that came out, he hasn't had any new work out, so they're kind of digging through a lot of his older work and kind of republishing it. So Venice sure. Underground is an older work. It's something that he did even before one of the first things I knew about him, which was... Amber Gris, which was a series of stories, started with uh, City of Saints and Mad Men. This is a collection of both shorts and one long-form story about a similar, you know, it's a it's a decaying city where the AI took over and then human beings started doing genetic experiments. Mm-hmm. And eventually these genetic experiments started to become the dominant life form. It's a very interesting concept. He plays with a lot of these detective tropes and he's kind of, you really get the sense that he's just kind of playing. He's just kind yeah, of like yeah. futzing about with these ideas that he would later solidify into the Ambergris stories and then later even further into stuff from Annihilation. All that, you can kind of see the, the origins of that. And yes, I know the AJJ song is going through your head again. <laughs> if, you, if you're a Jeff Vandermeer fan and you've read all his other stuff and then you go back and read this Venice Underground, you start seeing, oh... 
okay, well, there's there's where his idea for this part of ambergris came from, and then here's right, where you see the you see the 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 seeds being sown for what would become bigger themes and ideas and other pieces of work. That's always fun. Yeah, so that that definitely was a really interesting read. It felt really long, but that's just because the book itself, you know, what you what he would have originally published as Venice Underground is, you know, two thirds of what's collected now, and the rest is almost novella. They're not necessarily yeah. shorts because they're a lot longer than you think. But but yeah, it's it's a series of unconnected stories that just kind of flesh out the world, which is a neat concept. I like when they do that when they collect an author's work like that. But it didn't work for me just because. This character I've been following for the majority of this huge book, his story's over. And now we're literally going back in time in this world and kind of getting some of the backstory of the backstory. I'm like, eh, it's fine. I don't I don't need it. It really it's yeah. It's superfluous. So you once the Shadrach story ends, you can pretty much Shadrach? Shadrach, that's the character's name, yeah. Get a tattoo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yellow Jackets Venice Underground, and I have been going, tr- trying to make my way through Chainsaw Man, the anime. Um, this is a relatively new thing to me. I had heard a lot about it when the comics were first coming out, mm-hmm. but uh, I hadn't checked it out until I heard, oh, yeah, the anime's out, the dub's done, it's a whole season, you can watch it. I said, oh, okay, good. You know, <laughs> get my Crunchyroll back out. Let's, you know, let's see what's what. And first episode really caught me. Like, okay, it's a bit of a. It's a guy who's really good at killing demons, but he's also part demon himself. It's, it's got all these references to other shows and other Western media in it. So I've heard, yeah. It's a very. It's like if Tarantino did an anime, this is probably what he would do, because it's just a, a boiling pot of all these different references and 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 bits from other things and themes and it's all just kind of throwing a bunch of shit together and seeing what sticks and for the most part it works yeah there's a few slow moments in that first episode which i kind of went oh no oh no pacing you know pacing is important what are we doing but it kicks up and you okay kind of sticks the landing of that first episode it's like like i was saying earlier if i don't if that first episode don't get me i'm not going back for more sure thankfully this one did so i cannot recommend it enough i still haven't finished it so i can't tell you you know as a whole, whether it actually does what it's supposed to, but so far, so good. Well, hell yeah. We, lo- uh, we love anime here on Great <laughs> of Dogs Ooing. So, Brian, where can they find you on the old internet? Um, if you want to harass me on the internet, you can find me at ishotgdbor on Instagram and Twitter. That's I-S-H-O-T-G-U-Y-D-B-O-R-D. Y'all. If you want to check out my photography portfolio, it's uh, assholemusicphotographer.com. And if you want to check out the words I sometimes put to the foes of, of people seeing with their mouth open, it's uh, amusicphotographer.com. I am uh, photographing Young the Giant hey. Saturday. All right. Yeah. Haven't uh, seen them in forever. They're great. They're great. I mean, like it's it's you know it's top forty indie pop, which isn't necessarily my thing, but they uh, they write solid. They write really great music for a fucking float trip. I was listening oh, to them today. And I was like, this is like yeah, this is like uh, kind of having some people over grilling music. Minus like, the just, bear does the same type. Yeah, of vibe. We're just yeah. like like we ain't doing shit with this nope. kind of music. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for that vibe, they're perfect. I've mm-hmm. photographed them before. It's been a couple of years, but uh, they're a great live band. Very excited. 
Yeah, they're at St. Louis Music Park, which I have not been to yet. I haven't either, no. I do not uh, look forward to trucking out from Southside fucking St. Charles for a show. but Yeah, that's that's about a 30-minute drive. That's that's not great. Yeah, and there, there might be some... Well, Saturday, so there might not be that much traffic. I was going to say, yeah. I've only ever been out to that little area for like the ice skating rink. Um, yeah. I've never been there for... Have you been out there for a concert? I think I've been out there... <clears throat> maybe not that specific one, but I have been out to a place nearby to see cinematic Titanic, which is the, the post mystery science theater yeah. 2000 thing that Joel Hodgson put on. And, uh, so I, I've been out there. I think it was called family arena at the time. Uh, no, that's, I mean, it's still there. Yeah. Is that still there? Okay. Yeah. It's still called family arena, but yeah, that, that's just, that, that's the only thing I've really been out to out there, uh, out in the St. Charles area is, is the family arena to see, a live riffing of, uh, of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Amazing, amazing. So yeah, I should have foes from that. Fantastic. Soon, I'm gonna try and knock those out super fucking quick and not let you know other things in life get their or, fucking claws in me. I'm gonna just fucking power through that shit. Jason, yes. What's what's your uh, pluggables there, buddy? So uh, you can find me. On Twitter and various other places as Video Crime, V I D E O C R I M E, with the exception, of course, of TikTok and Instagram, that is at Laser Goose CEO. You can find the show at 48 Minutes Dogs Barking.com. You can uh, give us a call, 314 246 9766. That's 314 Ahoy Poo. And if you'd like to shoot us an email, well, that's Jason at 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking.com or Brian at 48 Minutes Dogs Barking.com. That's Brian with a Y, by the way. Yeah, my mom wanted my life to be hard. <laughs> that is what I've heard. So we're going to leave you with. I don't know. I mean, there's I a mean, joke there. That was there's going to be a lot of people that know me that would disagree with right. that statement. I don't know if it has to do with uh, how my name was spelt, but with <laughs> other things, maybe. Right. We're going to leave you with a little bit of music, a, a group that I enjoy. Remember the Voidoids? Well, Richard Hell was the lead oh, okay. singer I there. Know, I know who Richard Hell is. Richard Hell, in a collection called Spurts, the Richard Hell story, includes this one. Love comes in spurts. And that about does it for the program. And this is when we say namaste and good luck. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I'll be wanting all of some wild, though, tired of slow motion, but pain with devotion.